0: on the field and inside the clubhouse this is brewers extra innings 3-1 delivery here it is swing and a bouncer hit to short and luis Farias picked that one up and with willie adamas covering the force at second base and this one is over and the brewers take the series two games to one Now broadcasting live from American Family
1: Field, here's Matt
2: Ballard.
1: Brewers get the win. It might have been costly in a way that you don't want it to be costly. We'll get more about that coming up uh, probably on Tuesday before we know anything specifically about Eduardo Escobar. But the Brewers... Get the win. Gets a little interesting there at the end. Josh Hader ends up uh, being forced to come into the game. That hurts a little bit more if it's not an off day tomorrow, but it is an off day tomorrow, and the Brewers take two out of three from the Nationals as uh, they continue to play very good baseball. Welcome into the program. We are live at American Family Field. My name is Matt Pauley. If you want to join the program, you can do so. Multiple ways to connect. You can call or you can text into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. That's 855 616 1620. And you can also tweet into the program at Matt Pawley on air, M A T T P A U L E Y on air. Craig Gashan from Valley Sports Wisconsin. He'll be with us coming up in just a few moments. We'll hear the post game comments. The manager, Craig Council, will go back through the game with the highlights and we'll hear from you. How are you feeling about this team after they do take uh, two of three from the Nationals and we continue to see good performances from uh, Christian Yelich? That's the big thing that we have been talking about. Another two-hit game for Yelich as he continues to uh, really seemingly turn things around. And That is a a major, major, major development for this team. Again, the thing that hurts about this series, you already lost Tyrone Taylor for the next uh, three, four weeks or so. And now today you may have lost Eduardo Escobar. Latest is that he is going to get an MRI tonight, so we probably won't know the uh, results on that, but I would be—I'd uh, be surprised if Escobar does not end up on the injured list. If nothing else, you get him on there just to make sure that you can bring him back to 100% health. Uh, but that's not—that's uh, not a great part of what happened this week in the injuries to a couple guys who are very, very big parts of this team. But the Brewers just keep on winning. They've certainly uh, handled their fair share of adversity this year, and as they've done it, they just keep picking up wins. Seven-three, the Brewers get the win against the Nationals, take two of three in the series. This is Brewers. Brewers extra innings.
3: Brewers extra innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Swinging a drive to right deep, warning
0: track. Get up, get out of here. Gone for Colton Wong.
1: He just put the crew on top with a leadoff home run. Now, how about Colton Wong hitting the leadoff home run? His last three home runs have all been leadoff home runs in games, and uh, he has a home run and a triple today. It's the first time in his career that he's ever had a home run and a triple in the same game. Welcome back in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Polly 855-616-1620. 855-616-1620, that's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, or you could tweet at me, at Matt Pauly on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Craig Kishon from Valley Sports Wisconsin will be joining us here in just a little while. Got a uh, tweet that came in from Aaron Illinois. He says, I'd like to comment on today's uh, winning pitcher Hunter Strickland saying he's very quietly doing a great job out of the bullpen. I think he's only allowed two runs in his outing since joining the Brewers and one was in a 7-0 blowout to the White Sox. Hope he continues pitching well. Yeah, his numbers are really good as a Brewer. So the Brewers are his third team this This year, in 20 appearances with the Brewers, he is two and one with a 1.25 ERA. He has given up now three runs uh, on 10 hits in 21 and two thirds innings, 22 strikeouts and seven walks. He has an interesting season because he began the year pitching lights out at Tampa, had a 1.69 ERA that he got moved to the angels really struggled to a 9.95 ERA and now the 1.25 ERA since he got to the brewers. I also this kind of this augments my point that I was making at times when it came to Daniel Norris and John Curtis. If you go back to those first 2-3 outings that Strickland had with the brewers, he was hit hard. Now, it didn't always result in damage. I remember specifically his first outing, there were some hard hits against him, but they were, it was bad luck for the hitter. They were hit right to where somebody was positioned. I, I strongly believe that the Brewers, when they get their hands on pitchers, are as good as any organization in baseball at making them their best self. And sometimes it takes a little while. It didn't take that long with Strickland. Strickland really locked in. But when we were doing the thing with Norris and Curtis where everybody's saying, you know, what, what was David Stearns doing acquiring these guys? And I kept saying over and over and over, just wait. It's going to be all right. And, and Curtis is gone now uh, because of injury. But I stand by the same thing with Norris. And we've seen Norris do a pretty nice job here recently. It's just it's what the Brewers do. They get guys, and they make them better. And that is why the Brewers have the kind of success that they have. They are very good at... Uh making guys their best self, and that's something that is a very, very good quality to have. Joe in Bristol texting in, says, Matt, good to see Yelich have two real good games and lots of offense today. Cincinnati is going to be tough. They uh, may not be a balanced team, but they're hot and can score a lot of runs real quick. This is going to be a really fun series coming up. Um, Brewers are obviously in the driver's seat in the division. I continue to believe that this is the Brewers' division. I think they are a better team than the Cincinnati Reds. But that being said, if the Reds come in here and if they were to sweep the Brewers, all of a sudden things would get kind of interesting. Even if they take two out of three, it's not that interesting. But if the Reds Reds sweep the Brewers on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week, then all of a sudden things get really interesting. So this is going to be an opportunity for the Brewers to uh, really make a statement against a team that is uh, trying to catch them and who the Brewers have not been especially successful against in Milwaukee, a lot of the Brewers' wins against the Reds this year have come in Cincinnati. As far as Yelich goes, and you're right about him having good you know, five five total hits in his last two games, and I'm going to do it again. I've been doing it over and over and over. A lot of people might already know exactly where I'm going with this. I am keying in on Christian Yelich since August 11th. Today was his 11th game played since August 11th. He has a hit in every single one of those games except for one. That was the opener of this series when he came up as a pinch hitter and he grounded into a double play. So he had one at bat, and that is the only game of his last 11 games that he does not have a hit. In his last 11 games, Yelich is hitting three fifty-six. He has two home runs. He has three doubles. He has 10 RBIs. He has an on base at 383, a slugging at 556, and an OPS at 938. That, those are legit numbers through the, his last 11 games. Now, obviously, he's provided a little bit more damage here recently, but even he had a two-double game uh, against Pittsburgh. So it's not just Yelich turning it on over these last couple days. He's a three fifty six hitter in his in his last 11 games going back to August 11th. And at this point, I think that's real. I don't, I don't think that uh, I, I'm not saying he's going to hit three fifty six over every 11-game period moving forward, but it feels like what Yelich is doing uh, is a very, very legitimate sort of thing. Brewers do get the win, and as they're able to uh, knock off Washington today by a 7-3 score, they take two of three in the series. Back with more in a moment. This is Brewers Extra Innings.
3: It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ.
4: He's
3: right. setting up away, and the 2-2 pitch, swinging a miss. He struck him out with a slider. Connor Strickland comes on with runners on the corners and strikes out both batters that he faces.
1: Brewers X Rennies continues here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley at American Family Field. Let's bring in Craig Kishon of Bally Sports, Wisconsin. And uh, Craig, this is a day where, again, the Brewers find a way to win. It's a big game for, for Colton Wong. They get some add on runs late. You would have, uh, in a perfect world, Josh Hader would not have had to come in to pitch. Uh, but Adrian Hauser returns from the COVID list. Uh, he, he was fine in a, in a somewhat short outing that's outside of the Eduardo Escobar injury and outside of uh, a uh, an issue with uh, getting Josh Ader in late. Uh, there's not a whole lot to complain about in this one.
4: No, it's not. Not not when you win. And and uh, I, I think after all of those things that, that you mentioned, you know, Matt, in your in your summary of how this game went, how yesterday went, uh, very kind of much in the same manner. Um, the Brewers right now, you just really have to appreciate their depth, depth of the bullpen, uh, especially here at this point. Um, things aren't perfect. We all understand that it's the month of August. Um, and, and things can go wrong and in, in a matter of moments, but they have, they're covered and they're covered in a really good way here right now. And to be able to come out of here with two victories is, is big. It doesn't matter who they're playing either, uh, at this point. Um, but the point you do bring up with, uh, with the Escobar injury was, uh, I mean, that, that does kind of sell in a little bit. What, uh, what happened here today for this club, because, you got to imagine he's going to miss some extended time.
1: You don't want to look past. You know, we're we're not sitting here saying that today's win doesn't matter. But obviously, there's a three game series coming up against Cincinnati, and the Brewers have a substantial seven and a half game lead. We've talked about it, Craig. We we are very like minded on this that we feel like that this is the Brewers' division, and they are not going to be challenged. But If they are going to be challenged by Cincinnati, this is the opportunity. Because if the Reds were to come in here and sweep that series, all of a sudden it's a a four-and-a-half game lead, and you can say the Reds are legitimate contenders. Where even if the Brewers... Lose two out of three it's six and a half, and and you feel fine. So it's not like you go into a series saying, "Well, we just can't get swept." But if if you and I are looking at it, that's kind of the, that's got to be that's how we can assess it. That if the Brewers can just take care of business here against Cincinnati, make sure to take at least one game. Hopefully, take two or three. Uh, that that goes a long way towards this team eventually being division champions.
4: Yeah, it does, and I think you know if they do take two or three, which you hope they do at the very least, that um, you know it just kind of solidifies that they they need to win more games here at home. Um, I, you know they're they're still really really good on the road, um, but they dropped the first game of this home series against the Nationals. Bounce back, so you hope they they just finish strong at home. I think for the rest of this of this season and. You know, taking care of business really has been a great bottom line for this team, home or road. Uh, you know, look at the series wins that they have. It's all you can hope for, you know, in a six month baseball season when you're playing just about every day is just to win these series. And they've had their winning streaks. Uh, you know, they, they may have some more before it's over. But bottom line is, um, especially against your division opponents, get her done. And hopefully they'll do that starting on Tuesday night against Cincy
2: all
1: right craig enjoy the off day we'll see you out here on tuesday
4: sounds great thanks matt
1: there's craig Kishon from valley sports wisconsin brewers get the win over washington 7-3 take two of three in the series this is brewers extra innings it's brewers extra innings with matt falling the pitch
3: and wong drills it down the right field line this is going to get down and roll all the way into the corner Pena's around third. He's going to score. Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to score standing up. And sliding into third with a two-run triple is Colton Wong.
1: Brewers take a 3-1 lead. A 7-3 win for the Brewers. They take two of three from the Nationals. Brewers' extra innings continues on here on WTMJ. Doug texting in, says, I'm glad the Brewers won, but back-to-back four-hour games, is it my imagination, or are these games getting longer and longer? Uh, Almost four hours today, three hours and 53 minutes, so uh, we can count it as a four-hour game. Four. Four hours and what was it, 19 minutes yesterday, and that is the longest nine inning game ever played in this ballpark. These were some uh, these were some long uh, games, but as Bill Schroeder on the TV side of things always likes to say, if you're going to win, it can you know it can take as long as you want if you're going to win, but if you're going to lose, make sure it goes uh, pretty fast. These are the the pace of play in this one today was not great. Um, I'm not one of those people that thinks that baseball needs to be the fastest game in the world but uh, I will I will admit that at times this one felt like it was uh, it was dragging just a little bit. Nancy texting into the program said uh, she'd like to know a little bit more about uh, Aaron Ashby. So Ashby, a uh, young guy, he is considered the number eight prospect in the Brewers organization. He has uh, had a very quick ascent through the Brewers minor league system. He's always been rated as a, a fairly high prospect and uh, right now it looks like he is very much going to, uh, kind of uh, follow the same path as a Brandon Woodruff, a Corbin Burns to a lesser extent, a Freddie Peralta, where uh, they're gonna have some significant time working in the bullpen, and eventually the organization will transition them into being a starter. I, I don't know what the what you know you would think next year in spring training he comes in probably competing for a for a starting job, but uh, if if that's not you know, in the cards for him next year, then he definitely would be a bullpen guy. But there's there's a lot of excitement about him. Kind of the, him and Ethan Small are are kind of the the, the next class of pitcher, starting pitchers that are right on the cusp of being here, and Small's been a little bit banged up. At one point, it looked like there was a good chance that he would uh, be with the Brewers at some point this year. That's probably not as sure now as he's uh, dealt with some injuries. But uh, though, th- there continues to you you really appreciate the way the Brewers have been able to uh, continue to find ways to uh, produce pitching talent and producing it from the minor leagues where you look at what they have right now and there are more guys on the way. And you want to talk about finding a way to sustain winning? That's how you do it. You develop pitching because pitching is really, really expensive and it's hard to go out and sign top level top tier top notch pitching so if you can just develop that then it gives you the opportunity to go spend your money in the off seasons uh, on hitters and hitters tend to be not quite as expensive you can get a you can get an impact position player at a lesser rate than you're going to get an impact pitcher if that makes sense 855-616-1620. that's the AccuNet mortgage talk and text line we've got the news in two minutes and then we're back with the post game comments manager Craig Council after that this is Brewers extra innings. This is Brewers
3: extra innings on WTMJ. Swing
0: and a bouncer, hit to first. Bell has that. He'll come home and he threw it badly. He threw it way over Riley Adams' head
1: and two runs are going to score and on the third goes Willie Adamic. Brewers get the win. 7-3 over the Nationals. They take two of three. Off day tomorrow tomorrow Big, big, big series against Cincinnati set to begin on Tuesday here at American Family Field. Adrian Hauser got the start, his first start since uh, going on the COVID list much earlier this month. You knew it was probably going to be a short day for him. They got 68 pitches out of him as he gives up just one unearned run on three hits and three and a third innings. Manager Craig Council speaking with the media just a little while ago opened up by talking about Hauser's performance.
5: I thought Adrian did a nice really nice job. I thought the Um, you know, he didn't, there was no rust there at all. I thought he was really good. Um, we got him to a, to a number of pitches that I thought was, we thought was, uh, you know, practical, uh, to both get us into the game and then build him up for kind of some normalcy as we move forward. So I I think it was, you know, the, the, the hits were, you know, of the kind of ground ball squibber variety and I thought it was a good game.
2: How big are those two strikeouts that Hunter was able to get behind Adrian? And then was the idea just to try to get Ashby a couple, uh, a clean inning to start to get him going? Yeah.
5: I mean, I thought it was, you know, we were kind of just playing the game as we saw it. And that was a good spot. I thought Adrian was kind of at the limit of just, you know, tiring a little bit. There could, you know, there could be, I don't, he, he was at and he felt good, but I thought it was a stage where he could get tired right there. And, um, you know, it's a good spot for, for Hunter with the two right-handers. So it just, it just kind of worked, um, and fit, um, and Hunter did a great job with it. Craig, any update on Eduardo? Uh, just that we're going to go get an MRI tonight. Um, that's it. Yeah. Craig, we've seen in, in recent years, obviously the way you've used pitching prospects and sometimes prominent relief roles, um, what, what did Ashby show you today? We saw 99 on the board in his two innings. Yeah, I mean, I thought, you know, I you know, Ash has basically been a starter for the most most part. Um, we had some shorter stints a little bit, um, but I think you know, as we kind of look forward and into this next month, um, and look at ourselves at hopefully you know, as close to full strength as we can, as we move forward, I think, you know, it probably fits more in the bullpen for, for Ashby, but I think there can be a role. Um, so I think it's important to see it. I think it's important for him to do it, to experience it, um, to have some success at it. Um, you know, I don't think there's any question about the stuff this, you know, we, the stuff is, you know, I I think we all see that. Um, and I think it's moving forward. He's, there's, he's just inexperienced and he needs experience and today was a great day for that I thought he you know he pitched out of a jam in his first inning that was you know he, he pitched well in the first inning just had to pitch out of a jam he pitched around Soto and, and made good pitches to Soto um, and then made really good pitches to Josh Bell so I, I thought it was a very productive outing for him it was it was gives him some confidence um, if this is what he's asked to do and um, he showed some savvy out there going through going through an inning that's very likely to happen to him
2: we've been asking a lot about uh christian but what what do you think lorenzo getting him really really going at the plate here down the stretch would do to kind of lengthen and lengthen out your lineup yeah
5: i mean i, we, I want everybody to hit so uh lorenzo had a big home run to extend the lead today and um i think that's important i think you know what's a little you know what the 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 and you know, just the dark side of today is that we might have lost another player to injury. Um, and that's, we lost two players this series, unfortunately. Craig, that aside, offensively, you got to be pretty happy with just the, the volume of quality of bats and just the number of runs you put up on this team. Yeah, I mean, I think we, you know, especially with their bullpen, we just, we made the bullpen throw strikes. Their bullpen's got some guys with pretty good stuff. It's But but they you make them throw strikes, and we, we did a good job of Making them do that, and eventually a break through, um, you know, with some runners on base. So that's what we did. I thought we did it well the last two days for sure. Um, and that's, you know, it was part of beating this team is what you got to do to them.
2: I think we knew the answer to this already, but
4: we'll ask.
2: is that gone now Sorry,
5: a... yeah i can hear you go ahead okay there's a
2: bunch of garble going on there i couldn't hear it yeah i
5: heard it yeah okay yeah, i thought it was tom trying to get on the call
2: <laughs> he's trying on his cell phone <laughs> uh I just want to ask you about the red series coming up craig you know uh, last time you guys are going to see them they're obviously going to go all out against you guys is it just another series from your vantage point or how do you view it
5: yeah i mean it's the next series so it's it's a uh you know, it's the next challenge in front of us. And, um, you know, we take it as that, uh, they're, they're an interdivisional team. They're the team that's closest to us. So it's, it's the next challenge. And, um, you know, we'll tackle it like that. Anything else? Craig, one quick one, since we didn't get you this morning, um, is Freddie kind of back to activity and are you still pretty optimistic about him? Yeah. I mean, Fr- Freddie played catch today. Uh, so we're back throwing, um, which, is a very positive sign. So, you know, he's let's see, he started on Wednesday, you know, that's Thursday, Friday, he took three days off of throwing. So I, I think that's, you know, we all recognize that's a very good sign. Um, and he felt great today playing catch. So he's going to play catch again tomorrow um, and we'll progress from there, but uh, a, a positive day for Freddie, for sure.
1: Manager Craig Council speaking with the media just a little while ago. Again, they'll find out more tonight about Eduardo Escobar. It it didn't look great. I would be personally surprised if Escobar does not end up on the injured list. So that that puts uh, once again that uh, puts added pressure on Luis Urias because Urias will then be playing uh, a lot of third base. And uh, puts some pressure on Rowdy Telez. Teles has not been hitting. He is slumping, and he is slumping in a big way right now. Uh, if, if say Daniel Vogelbach would be activated as a result of Escobar going on the injured list, if that would happen, it would put pressure on Vogelbach to to perform a little bit. And if you heard the news today, Vogelback goes on the sixty-day injured list. So you might be thinking, "What are you talking about, Matt? How is he going to get active?" Well, the uh, the injured list. That was a paper move to open up a 40-man roster spot for Adrian Hauser. Uh, going, moving from the 10-day injured list to the 60-day injured list. Uh, you are it, re- it retroactively dates back to when you last played. So even though he's just being moved to the 60-day injured list, it does. It isn't like the 60-day marker starts now, and he went on to the 10-day injured list in, in late June, so he's eligible to come off the 60-day. He may already be eligible. If it's not right now, it's in the next day or two that he would be eligible, and he was getting closer to returning. He's on a rehab stint uh, at, at AAA Nashville. I believe he is still on that stint. I haven't seen him being taken off of that, so um, yeah, you, you could definitely see Vogel back here, back sooner than later. They will have to clear a 40-man roster spot, though, to make that happen because when he goes on the 60-day list today, he comes off the 40-man. It's all very baseball complicated, and that's just the way things are. Uh, Brewers, they get the win over Washington 7-3. How does it all go down? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Fly ball. This? Deep right. And this?
0: Third deck. Holy smokes.
1: Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. Brewers get the win over the Nationals. The starting pitching matchup, Adrian Hauser back off the COVID injured list for the crew and Sean Nolan going for the Nationals. Hauser would uh, issue a walk in the first inning, but would also uh, get a uh, double play off the bat of Juan Soto. Then in the bottom of the first inning, the Brewers would get on the board first thanks to the leadoff hitter, Colton Wong, Swing and a drive to right.
0: Deep warning track, Get up! for Colton Wong. He just put the crew on top
1: with a leadoff home run. Fifth leadoff home run for Wong this year. Seventh of his career, his last three home runs have all been leadoff shots. In the second inning, once again, the Nationals would get a runner on against Hauser and Josh Bell, but then a double play off the bat of Yadiel Hernandez. The Nationals lead baseball in grounding into double plays, and they got two in the first two innings. They would get a run in the third. The inning gets started by Riley Adams being hit by a pitch. Uh, then the next two outs would be recorded, but Lane Thomas would get a base hit. That put runners on at the corners. Alcides Escobar comes up to the plate, but before he really gets the opportunity to uh, swing the bat. The Brewers uh, help the Nationals score a run.
3: 1-2 pitch, there goes the runner and the pitch was low, throw down to second, hits off the helmet and flies into shallow right center and that's gonna score a run for the Nationals as Riley Adams will get up and scamper home. It hit the helmet of Lane Thomas as Colton Long was
1: trying to take that throw. Ruled an error on the catcher Manny Pena, that ties it up 1-1. To the fourth inning we go. Adrian Hauser continuing to pitch for the Brewers. He gets one Soto to a line out, but then Josh Bell gets a base hit and Yadiel Hernandez singles, putting runners at first and third. And that ends the day for Hauser. Again, his first game back after coming off the COVID injured list. Hunter Strickland then comes on. First batter he faces with runners on at first and third, and just one out, Carter Kibum.
3: Long look in here for Strickland. Ian Pena agree on the sign. And here's the one-two. Swing him a miss. He struck him out with a fastball at 94. And that is a big strikeout for Hunter Strickland.
1: Yeah, that's the big out right there, getting the out with the runner on at third and less than two outs. Two outs in the inning, it brings up Riley Adams. Pena setting up away, and the
3: 2-2 pitch. Swing him a miss. He struck him out with a slider. Hunter Strickland comes on with runners on the corners and strikes out both batters that he faces.
1: Yeah, fantastic work from uh, Hunter Strickland right there. So the Brewers are tied 1-1 going to the bottom of the fourth inning. Not for long, though. With two outs, Manny Pena walks. Then Jackie Bradley, Jr. comes up as a pinch hitter. He walks as well. So runners on at first and second for Colton Wong. The pitch, and Wong drills it down the right field line. This is going to get
3: down and roll all the way into the corner. Pena's around third. He's going to score. Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to score. Standing up and sliding into third with a
1: two-run triple is Colton Wong. Brewers take a 3-1 lead. Aaron Ashby comes on to pitch for the Brewers in the fifth inning. Gets into a little bit of trouble as the bases are loaded against him in the fifth, but he gets out of it and then has a relatively quiet sixth inning. Brewers get back on the board in the bottom of the sixth as Gabe Klobositz comes in to pitch. And uh, the with uh, one out, Colton Wong, wa- excuse me, let's uh, back up just a bit. Manny Pena is hit by a pitch to get the inning started. Then with one out, Colton Wong walks. So runners on it first and second for Willie Adamas. He also walks, so the bases are loaded for Christian Yelich. Swing and a bouncer hit to first. Bell has that. He'll
0: come home, and he threw it badly. He threw it way over Riley Adam Head. And two runs are going to score, and
1: on the third goes Willie Dummy. Also uh, in that inning, uh, you had a situation where Eduardo Escobar grounded out, but running down the first baseline, he grabbed his hamstring. Hamstring tightness is what the official report was. He's getting an MRI tonight. It did not look especially good. Brad Boxberger throws up a zero in the seventh inning, bottom of the seventh. Luis Urias leads the inning off by walking. The next hitter is Lorenzo Cain. Again, Eduardo Escobar
3: leaving this game with right hamstring discomfort, and the hope is that it won't be an extended time down for Escobar. Here's a high drive off the bat of Cain.
1: Left center field. bye by baseball. That makes it a 7-1 game. That allows the Brewers to sit down Devin Williams and they're able to go with a different uh, bullpen alignment here. Hobie Milner comes in to pitch in the eighth inning, puts up a zero. He is allowed to hit for himself in the bottom of the eighth with the idea that uh, they would not have to go to any more bullpen pitchers, allow him to uh, pitch the ninth. The idea is to throw strikes as he is back out for the ninth inning and the first batter he faces is Carter Keboom.
0: Milner sets again. Here he comes. Swinging a drive to left and big trouble, Kiboom has just hit one out of here, and it's seven to two
1: now on Kiboom's fourth home run of the year. Riley Adams then doubles. Luis Garcia would fly out. Ryan Zimmerman comes up as a pinch hitter. He strikes out swinging. So two outs and it brings up Lane Thomas. Milner, ready. Here it is
0: bouncer hit towards the hole at short Adamas long strong throw he threw it over Rowdy Telez. a run is going to score for Washington
1: on what will be I think a base hit and an error yeah you've got that one right it is a uh, base hit a throwing error by Willie Adamas Elcides Escobar he then gets a base hit and uh, that would be it for Hobie Milner. Not a great situation to be forced to bring Josh Hader into a game that you were leading uh, seven to one going into the ninth inning, but that's the way things go. Uh, during a Juan Soto at bat, Lane Thomas takes a uh, third on defensive indifference, but Hader is able to get Soto. 3-1 delivery, here it is. Swing and a bouncer, hit to short. And Luis
0: Urias... Pick that one up and with Willie Adamas covering the force at second base and this one is over
1: and the Brewers take the series two games to one. A lot of people openly wondering why Juan Soto swung at that pitch. He did. The Brewers will take it, and the Brewers come up with the 7-3 win. As they go to 76-49, and the Nationals drop to 53-70. and Winning totals for the crew, seven runs, nine hits, two errors. They leave 12 for Washington. Three runs, nine hits, one error. They leave nine winning pitcher Hunter Strickland. He is 2-1. and one. Sean Nolan takes the loss for the Nationals. He's 0-2. Josh Hader, his 26th save of the year. Home runs in the game. Colton Wong, his 10th. Lorenzo Kane his 5th for the Nationals. Key Boom, hitting his 4th of the year. The game lasting 3 hours and 53 minutes. Played in front of a crowd of 33,507 folks. Should be noted: not too often do you score seven runs on nine hits and leave 12 on. The Brewers score seven runs in a game that they go one for 12 with runners in scoring position. That is incredible to go one for 12 with runners in scoring position to leave 12 runners on and to still score seven runs. But it's because the Nationals issue 11 walks in the game, and uh, that is uh, that made that that's why the Nationals end up losing this game today and why the brewers come away with the win off day tomorrow a big series against the reds coming up starting on tuesday we'll preview that and get out of here here in just a moment stick with us this is brewers extra innings this is brewers extra innings with matt foley on wtmj starting to wrap up this edition of Brewers Extra Innings after a 7-3 win for the crew. Elsewhere around the National League Central, Reds continue to play well. They knock off the Marlins 3-1. The Cardinals defeat the Pirates 3-0 and the Cubs. They lose to the Royals 9-1. Standings in the division. Brewers 7.5 game lead on the Reds, 12 game lead on the Cardinals. As far as the wild card standings go now for that second wild card in the NL Central, the Reds are now 1 game clear of the Padres with the Cardinals four and a half games behind Cincinnati for the final wild card spot. Brewers will open up a series against Cincinnati coming up on Tuesday night. Corbin Burns against Tyler Malley. 7 first pitch coverage from the network at six thirty-five. Overall coverage at six o'clock with Brewers warm-up and I'll talk to you after the game for Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ.